Welcome to another All Business Podcast. This is Ted Schubel. Thank you for bringing us up on your phone or computer or wherever you're listening. This is where we talk with area business owners, the people that make the region work. When we come back, we're all business. The All Business Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. At Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com, they're proud to work the hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com makes it easy to post a job and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. And if you're looking for a good local job, search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. We're North Stafford, 2789 Jefferson Davis Highway. State Farm Insurance Agent Michael Smith with us on the uh, All Business Podcast this week. Michael, this, it's an honor to be here. It's, it's great to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me on. Let's talk a little bit about you. How did, uh, how did you get involved? Why did you get involved in insurance? Um, well, there's a lineage, I guess, with, with my family. I have an older brother who was an insurance agent, um, years ago for Allstate. Um, didn't have any intention, so to speak, of becoming um, an insurance agent. I enjoyed um, being a part of State Farm at a young age. I was an intern uh, while I was in college and I came on board uh, shortly thereafter graduation and was a claim representative for years. And um, Speaking with my brother and his involvement with agency on the front end um, intrigued my interest and gave me an opportunity to see the other side of what State Farm does in delivering that promise. And so eventually after 20 some odd years with the company, I decided to uh, morph into the agency side and I've been here for about 10 years now in the Stafford area as an agent. When you become an agent, is, is there extra training then that goes into, I guess there is, in, in, in just as far as licensure and that kind of thing? Absolutely. Um, we have to be you know, licensed in different product lines that we offer uh, for our clients where on the claim side where I was previously and in marketing, it didn't require uh, the licensing. So once I got here to Virginia, uh, I did go through that process of getting licensed in life insurance and mortgage and uh, in addition to the property and casualty so that I could provide all the products that State Farm offers. And I guess what you do, if, if you were to go to another state, you'd have to meet their, each individual, do, do states have different requirements? Uh, yes, they do. Uh, some states are reciprocal. So there were some things that I could do in Florida, which is where I came from, um, that I didn't have to get retested or relicensed for here in Virginia. But by and large, um, Maryland, DC, um, they would have different requirements, different regulations, different licensing uh, than I would have here in Virginia. I think one of the reasons I got, I, I don't know how we would have ever crossed paths, but we've mm-hmm. crossed paths just because you're so involved in the community. Mm-hmm. How'd that, where'd that, where'd that come from? Well, um, initially here, it started from me being new to Virginia. Again, I'm a transplant from Florida and uh, not knowing many people when I moved here just trying to get involved and get acclimated to the area that I was, you know, going to start my business and work in. I I wanted to have a a good feel for what the community wanted so that I could provide that. Um, In addition, um, growing up, I grew up, you know, the youngest of of 13 kids. And uh, we um, 
benefited greatly from the community helping us, helping my mom. She was a single mom at one point and allowing us to, you know, take advantage of some some of those things that community groups, uh, civic groups helped us with. I, I saw that at an early age. So this is sort of my way here in the Stafford community, Fredericksburg area to give back, you know, pay it forward a little bit for some of the things that um, we were able to benefit from as a family growing up in Florida. But that also shows us the importance of, I think, individually, when you help someone, you know, who knows, those kids see that and, mm -hmm. and someday they want to then give back. Right. My, my motto is each one teach one, right? Mm -hmm. So um, as I'm performing these duties and, and being involved in the community, I have three boys. I'm hoping they're picking up on that as well. I get them involved as much as I possibly can because that's why we're here. You know, it's about service. And um, if I'm in a position, especially as a business owner, you know, to help in the community, that's what we all should be doing, in my opinion. Uh, we have an opportunity to affect change, and by being involved hands-on, one-on-one um, -on -one with, with the people that I serve in my community, I think that's the best way to get that message across. I've seen you at Peace in the Paint. I've seen you at uh, with, with, with rotary functions. You, you, you really are out there and, and, and always looking for, for ways you, you can get involved, either personally or, or even the agency, the insurance agency. Yes, I try. I, I really do. Uh, we we as a as an agency, uh, my team and I, we get out as much as we can from the State Farm perspective, letting everybody know we're here in the community. Uh, but in addition to that, it's you know it's it's um, it's it's mutually beneficial for those that uh, see us as a, a staple in the community, uh, want to learn more about insurance, but it also gives me that sense again of service and. Um, you know, giving back, which is very important to me as much as the personal side. But we could we could do a whole show on you being the youngest of 13. Yeah. The stories <laughs> that, you, that you can probably tell. Right. Absolutely. It's um, it, it's 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 one of of struggle, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, to, to think of 13 kids in this day and age is unheard of. But um, back then, you know, growing up as we did, um, we didn't know any different. Yeah. We were just trying to survive. My mom worked extremely hard, uh, three jobs at one point, uh, just trying to make sure that we were all good and uh, did a great job, I felt, uh, making sure that her kids did what was necessary to become productive members of society. We, um, all 13 of us, you know, high school graduates, eight of us have college degrees. Um, several of us have, um, you know, masters. I even have a brother who has a doctorate. So, um, you know, we did what we had to do to survive, but we also wanted to thrive in that environment as well. So it just took a lot of hard work, um, a lot of patience on my mom's part. Um, and, and uh, you know, she's a saint. She, she's my shero, as I call her. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was definitely interesting growing up in that dynamic, but I think it just made us all better. You know, the, the work ethic, uh, the, the family bond, the sense of togetherness, um, the sense of doing for others all that. And I still utilize, you know, those same traits today as I deal with my business and uh, my personal life in the community. I, I've always said, because we, we have four kids and my, and you can just see there's a, such a difference with my youngest son. Mm -hmm. I think he watched everything. He kind of sometimes was the quiet one mm -hmm. and watched things and didn't make some of the same mistakes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, so, so as you say that, I, I appreciate it because when I say that to my siblings, they say I was spoiled <laughs> because I was the youngest. I wasn't spoiled. I just learned not to do the stupid things that they yeah. did that got them in trouble, you know, so I didn't get in trouble as much. Um, 
So I sat back and I watched and I learned and I became a better um, child as a result, in, in my opinion. And, you know, so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> State Farm uh, agent uh, Michael Smith with us this morning on the the All Business Podcast. We're in uh, we're in uh, in North Stafford. As far as insurance goes, what are there? What are some of the big mistakes that a, that a lot of us make? I think so oftentimes because you know insurance is 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 that commodity that a lot of people they don't feel it's tangible so they don't place the emphasis on what they have as they're making the buying decisions so so many buying decisions is strictly based on price right um you know who's the cheapest Uh, because i i get nothing for it quotations you know now i get nothing for this let me pay the, the the cheapest amount that i can and you know, um, not that State Farm is is um, is more expensive. We actually had a few rate decreases this year, which has made us uh, extremely competitive. Um, but it's it's about knowing what you have. Um, I often say, if you don't have what you thought you had, when do you want to know? And and you should want to know that at the time that you're signing up for this product, as opposed to waiting until a claim occurs and you need that insurance company and not knowing what you have. So. Uh, the, the, the biggest mistake, I think, is not being able to have that, um, you know, insightful, intelligent conversation with someone that can break down exactly what you're purchasing, how that impacts you, how that protects you in the long run in the event of the worst case scenario. So, you know, just spending more time um, talking with some, someone about the policy as opposed to just uh, going for the lowest premium. So that means I should come and, and see you how often? I encourage my policyholders to come see me at their renewal, you know, and if not at their auto renewal, which is every six months, at least once per year, you know, so even if it's at the same time of their homeowner's renewal, you know, if we if, if they came in and, and we had that conversation just to make sure that if anything has changed in their life, um, you may add some additions to your home, you had some new drivers, uh, teenage drivers. Um, you know, in anything, or from our perspective, maybe they were, we, we take a look at the, the policy and we do um, a comprehensive review and you may not be taking advantage of all the discounts that you um, probably should be. And so those conversations take place during those, those annual reviews and it gives us an opportunity to make sure that you're fully protected um, with the products that State Farm offer. So if I'm doing some, some home renovation, mm-hmm. say I'm doing my kitchen and a bathroom, that's the kind of thing that after that gets done, I, I come in and I, I, I talk to you about that and, and, and you can add that to you, you add that to the policy in some way? Absolutely. Um, that conversation should definitely take place. It's, it doesn't necessarily warrant adding coverage because you may be okay. Yeah. You know, as we, but it would allow us to do what we call um, re- replacement cost value um, assessment. So we'll assess the, the, the cost to rebuild your home in the event um a hurricane you know blew it away or yeah. you had a, a complete fire of the home and and it was destroyed and it was a total loss so what will that construction cost be and these additions that you've made to your home will that be enough to cover you to put you back in your pre-loss condition so having those discussions having that assessment done having that those additions or um whatever renovations that you've done to your home making sure that State Farm's aware of it in the event of a loss so that you will be 100% protected. And like you say, you don't want to find out 
at the at the at, at the at the moment when uh, you know I'm coming because I've had a problem that all of a sudden I don't have the coverage that I thought I had. I don't have the policy I thought I had. Absolutely. So you're assuming as you do these renovations or you're assuming as you're making these purchases, well, I have insurance that that's covered. And it may be, very very well may be, but you sleep better at night knowing for sure that you have that coverage and um, in the event that something bad happened, uh, State Farm will take care of that for you. Is it a good idea to go around and, because especially now it's so easy to take, I can remember in the old days of having a movie camera and going around with, with, with a camera, now you can do it with, with your phone. Is that important to, to, to keep that up to date, kind of a inventory or be able to show in case it's ever needed of what I have? Uh, yes, great question, and absolutely. Um, I encourage that um, for all our policyholders. Again, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I come from Florida, so... Um, if you can imagine a hurricane like we just had with Dorian going yeah. through the Bahamas, those folks have nothing. And so when you do file that claim, as an insurance company, we want to make you whole, but we also need documentation. So to be able to uh, provide that documentation when everything is destroyed um, and then you feel as though, you know, uh, you're in a no-win situation as a policyholder, um, we want to be able to work with the policyholders to make sure that they get everything that they're entitled to um, and they are put back in their pre-loss condition. Having that information, that inventory of the household goods, the personal property, everything, that's, that makes everybody's life easier if you're able to um, reproduce that uh, in some form or fashion. And as you mentioned, back in the day, you would have a camp excuse me, you'd have a camcorder and you would scan the, the home yeah. to make sure everything is included. Now, you know, we can, uh, you know, videotape that on our phone. We can upload it to the cloud and it's, you know, preserved there for us whenever we need it. And it's easily retrievable uh, by the insurance company. It's a lot less hassle on the policyholder to try to remember every piece of property that they owned, especially in that time when you're, um, you know, probably the worst condition you've, you've been in your life and very distraught, not thinking straight, not being able to recall everything. So that makes everybody's life a lot easier. Or if either use the cloud, I guess, or put it on a flash drive and send it to a relative that lives somewhere else. So it's not just in your, in, in case your house is destroyed. Absolutely. So uh, fl flash drive is, is very convenient. You could have a uh, put it in a safety deposit box or something, or like you said, we used to encourage sending it to someone outside of your state in case the entire state yeah. was destroyed. Or like again, like the Bahamas, if if everybody there and nobody has anything remaining, you can retrieve that information from someone in a different location. Uh, state Farm Agent Michael Smith with us on the uh, the All Business Podcast. He, we're in North Stafford, twenty seven eighty nine Jefferson D Davis Highway. I never thought of it as, but we've, as we've sat here and we've, we've talked about this. I mean, you really do. You see people, unfortunately, sometimes on, on the worst day of their life. Yes, unfortunately, I do. And what that does for me, it allows me. And, and I think let's, I'm going back a little bit. I did handle claims for about 20 years uh, with State Farm before becoming an agent. So I, when I speak to my policyholders about the policies that they are purchasing, I'm, I'm, I speak to them from personal experience. And I have seen. Um, people at their worst you know hurricane andrew years ago down in the miami area i mean you know it, it was unbelievable um how distraught those policyholders were people just had they had no clue what to do where to go and to be able to come in as an insurance company and just make them feel better about who they're with you're with state farm we have you taken care of 
um, put you in a hotel for a couple of months until we can get to your location and get you settled in. And, and just that, that look on their face, the look of calm, the look of, okay, I'm going to be all right. That, that speaks volumes. And, and, and it, it makes me feel good. It makes State Farm feel, feel good that when our policyholders needed us the most, uh, we were there for them. Um, and to me, that's, that's the true sign, right, of a, uh, of a good insurance company. When I need you the most, are you there for me? Well, and, and to have somebody like to have someone right here and you know that I, I can know you and I can come in and have these it's 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 it gives me just a lot of uh, just a lot of comfort to know that whether it's a car accident or something with my house or something you know we have a relationship we know each other it's you know, I'm not just having to call a number and and deal with it that way exactly and as I've always said, I don't I don't like to make State Farm look good by trying to make another insurance company look bad. I just speak to what we do, yeah. right? We've been number one uh, since day one in in auto insurance and and, and and homeowners, and now we're number one in life insurance as well. And that speaks to the relationships that we have with our policyholders and. To be able to have, as you mentioned, that comfort level of walking into an agent's office that you're comfortable with, someone that knows you, someone knows your family, somebody knows the dynamics of your family, uh, your kids, watching your kids grow up, being able to advise you as they reach certain stages of their lives, um, whether it be driving for the first time or purchasing their first car, purchasing their first home, college, all those aspects as we grow together policyholder and agent those relationships uh they they loom large they it's 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 there is no substitute for knowing your customers and there's no substitute in my opinion for the customers feeling comfortable that the agent is doing everything that he or she can to make sure that they're protected um so that is a good feeling and not not one that you can always get from an 800 number and I know in our case of having kids on cars and, and having multiple cars, every once in a while, my agent's office would call and say, hey, you ought to have, why don't you put so-and-so on this car and put, you know, Neil here and, you know, move, you know or, or, you know, we, hey, are they still doing well in school? We've got, we've got this kind of thing. Just, just watching out for you. There, 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 there's because just you, we go through life and sometimes you, you forget about this kind of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, time just flies I tell you um yeah. <laughs> it's almost 2020 right so you forget and there are things that as a policyholder you probably meant to do I meant to go and talk to them about you know my child now having their driver's license or I, I meant to talk to them about the fact that this car is getting a little old and I might not need full coverage on it like I've had in the past maybe I want to reduce that to liability then to get that phone yeah. call from your agent basically saying hey listen we want to review your policies because um, we may be able to save you some money. Uh, you know, you have a couple of minutes on Thursday, you know, to come by and we'll just go go through things and gives gives you an opportunity as a policyholder to say, oh, my God, you know what? I've been thinking about doing that for, wow, it's been a year, you know, and, and, and I've meant to come in earlier this year and time just got away from me. So I think it helps. You know, it, it, it helps us make sure that the policyholders are, are getting the best that we have to offer in terms of the product and the premium, but it also helps the policyholder to know that in the event that time does get away from them, they have someone who has their back and is looking out for their best interest as well. But the other the other thing is, and, and we're, we'll do we need to do, we're not going to have time today, but we will do another show sometime mm -hmm. and just talk on, on the life insurance side right. because well that's that's sometimes the thing you just think you know 
you, 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 you take a look at that and you, it's, it's, it's so easy to just go on the, try to go out, you know, pay as less as you can. But boy, that's something that um, you're, the policies that you get on, on, on a life insurance side, I mean, you're, you're doing that for, for your family right. in, in case, you know, the worst happens. Right. And those that are the easiest, so to speak, or the ones that um, don't require uh, convincing in terms of the need for life insurance, unfortunately, are the, are the policyholders that have gone through a loss either themselves or, or, or a family member, a relative, co-worker, they've seen it firsthand and they realize how it impacts um, the, 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 those that are left behind, their survivors, whether it be um, in a positive way because they did, you know, that the, the person did carry life insurance and left them, um, you know, stable, um, out of debt, or the person did not have life insurance and now they have to move because they can no longer afford to pay the mortgage on their house. So. Uh, that, to me, is the biggest um, contribution I think I can make to a policyholder's portfolio is to speak to them about the importance of life insurance. And, and as I mentioned before, on, from the claims perspective, that experience that I had handling claims, well, I'll, unfortunately, I've had experiences with life insurance in my own family. So I mentioned I'm the youngest of 13, but I've, I've lost four siblings, and my mom has had to bury four kids. And... That's never easy, but it's, it's, it becomes even more difficult when you don't have the money to pay for the, the, yeah. the burials, to pay for the funeral services. You can't even mourn uh, the loss of that loved one because you're, you're going in further debt trying to make sure they have a proper burial and uh, not to mention uh, everything else that's left behind when, when, when that person leaves you. So it's important for me to make sure that I have the conversation. You know, not everybody's in a position to do life insurance. Um, and, and it's my job to continue to talk to them about the importance of it and make sure that at least we have the conversation. So when the time does present itself, they're informed, they have the information, um, and when they're ready to, to move forward, pull the trigger on a policy, they'll revert back to our conversations to make sure that we're protecting them properly. But, you know, as I always say, I may never, I may never provide you with a check. State Farm may never provide you with a check for your car. We may never give you a check for a homeowner's claim. You may never present a claim. But as long as you have that life policy, your po your family will benefit from that at some point. And so to me, it's the most important policy you can have um, to make sure that your family fully, family is fully protected. Well, I'm sure those are those are tough conversations to, to to look someone in the eye and just say, you know, is, is there, you, you know, you need to do something. Mm -hmm. And you and you can't always do what you want, right? Because as yeah. you as you tally, <laughs> yeah. you tally up what your debt looks like, you know, whether it be student loans or or just your mortgage, and and to make sure your kids can can remain in a specific school, so that number gets to be exorbitant. Yeah. And so, a lot of times, folks will just say, "Well, you know what? I can't I can't do it right now because I can't afford what I need." Well, my response to that is you, you probably can't do exactly what you want right now but having something is better than having nothing at all yeah. so if you have nothing at work you know nothing that would, would would help in the event that you didn't make it home from my office what would your family do so yeah. don't get caught up in having you know the best policy or covering all um, the exposure that you have having something um, that you can call your own that will be able to provide your family with some sense of relief is better than having nothing at all. So that's always my thought and always my conversations with the policyholders.
We will, we will talk on, on the life insurance side and on a, on, a, on a future program. Sitting in sitting in your office, you've got a so you got a picture of, of Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. up there. Uh, I guess you a baseball fan. I am a baseball baseball fan. I've come from a baseball family. Uh, one of my siblings that uh, I mentioned previously that that has passed away. He was uh, my inspiration growing up. He played some time. Um, in this area, actually, uh, with the Orioles um, back when I was younger and uh, just followed his footsteps, yeah. used it as an opportunity to, um, you know, help pay for my college. As a matter of fact, I went to school uh, at the University of South Florida on a baseball scholarship. Um, as I mentioned, being the youngest of 13, we didn't we didn't have college savings uh, at that point with my mom. So that actually helped me uh, further my education, getting me helped me to get me where I am today. And and I've passed it along. My my oldest son, he also played uh, baseball in college. So it's in our blood. We love it. Um, I continue to watch it now. I coach it when I can. Um, so it's been an a integral part of my life um, since I can remember. What position did you play? I was a pitcher, infielder. Um, considered myself extremely athletic. So by the time I got to college, I was like, put me where you want me, coach. So, you know, I can... I can do a lot of different things. So I think in college I played every position uh, but first base and catcher, you know. So, um, But during the high school days, I was primarily pitcher shortstop. So from being from Florida, you you a Tampa Bay fan? I am a Rays fan, uh, fortunately and unfortunately sometimes. Uh, I still root for them. They're, you know, they're going to always be the underdog. They, 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 they haven't had that prominence that, you know, you would want to see from some of the – um, more established teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox, things of that nature. But I, I love it. I love the uh, the community uh, involvement. Uh, there are some dedicated, diehard Rays fans, and uh, when I do get a chance to see them, either by them coming up here to play, you know, um, uh, against the Orioles, or I actually have seen them play the Yankees up in New York once or twice, or when I go to Florida uh, and I get get back there, my boys and I, we always try to stop and, and catch at least one game while we're down visiting relatives. You just wish they could get a better stadium. They need a stadium. <laughs> if, 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 they, if they get that issue resolved, they'll be able to get probably some uh, better talent in there, and I think they'll be more consistent. They always – farm system is great. Yeah. They have a great farm system, and they have talent – every single year but they can't get that uh, stadium piece down to the point where it's consistent and you can you can count on them being playoff contenders year after year after year but i'm, I'm hopeful they'll get it together one day michael smith how could if people want to get in touch with you what's 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 best, the best way to do that they can call um click or come in so however they want uh 540-720-8404 is the um, number here, but I'm also uh, available. I'm on Facebook, social media, uh, Twitter. I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, Michael C. Smith, uh, State Farm. So uh, we'd love to be able to speak to you um, about your insurance needs. So like I said, you can call in, you can go online, click in. And, and as I mentioned before, because we are a relationship agency, you can walk in. Uh, we, we love to have those face-to-face conversations and uh, you know, introduce ourselves to the community and make sure you know um, that we're here for you. This is one of the friendliest offices I've ever walked into. I'll just tell you that. Oh, great. I'm glad. I tell my team I hire for my weaknesses. I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't always provide the warm and fuzzy to our policyholders, but I, I always expect my team to do that. And I'm glad they, they didn't fail me today. 
State Farm Agent Michael Smith in North Stafford. Michael, we will do this again real soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you coming by. If you like listening to this podcast, please link, comment, and subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can also find us on Channel B online at b1015.com, keyword podcasts. If you want to talk about your business, I'd like to hear from you. You can contact me, ted at wfvaradio.com. Ted at wfvaradio.com. We would like to highlight your business. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ted Schubel. We'll see you next time when we become all business. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests in this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.